0: I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Partly cloudy tonight. low down to 35. Bradley University faculty and students are planning a walkout tomorrow to protest the major academic cuts announced by the administration. Sarah Wilhoyt is an assistant visiting professor of integrated humanities at Bradley and the organizer of the walkout. She says her position and those of many affiliate faculty not in programs up for discontinuation are also being eliminated.
1: You can imagine that class sizes are gonna increase and that there's not gonna be enough professors to have the sort of one-on-one individualized attention that Bradley students expect.
0: Bradley University President Stephen Standiford says he's aware of the planned faculty walkout and protest scheduled for tomorrow. I really respect uh, the, the interest of my colleagues wanting to express their concerns. I will. I will say that they have been very thoughtful about working with us to make sure we have specific rules Uh, regulations around how you do protest on campus and they've been very thoughtful about working with us to make sure that's done in an appropriate way and uh, I support the right to do so. He says the university is running a 13 million dollar operational deficit and needs to make cuts by the end of the year. During this week SIU Carbondale is recognizing National Hunger and Homelessness Awareness Week and Leadership and Service Week. SIU will host a variety of special activities to raise awareness towards these issues and honor the school's diverse student population This Tuesday, SIU alum Mildred Williams will speak at noon in the student center's Old Main Room and will share her experiences with homelessness. That same day, from 5 to 8 p.m., Touch of Nature Outdoor Education Center will hold a Women in Leadership event which focuses on team-building activities. On Wednesday, from noon to 2, there will be games, music, and a free lunch served through the Lunch on Me organization at the Carbondale Pavilion with Founder Lorea Gatson speaking in the Guyon Auditorium at Morris Library at 5 o'clock that evening. The leadership luncheon takes place from noon to one Thursday in the Student Center Ballroom A with alum and guest speaker Tina Owens. Slightly more kids in Illinois are exempt from routine childhood vaccinations this year. New CDC data suggests more than 2 percent of kindergartners in the state now have vaccine exemptions for one or more of the required school vaccines. Side effects public media's Farah Usury reports the vast majority of states in the U.S. are seeing a similar trend.
1: Three percent of kindergartners nationwide are now exempt from routine school vaccines. That's the highest rate of vaccine exemptions ever, according to new data by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Some public health experts say this is one of the ripple effects of pandemic-fueled misinformation and mistrust. The data also shows that non-medical exemptions, such as religious and personal belief exemptions, are entirely behind that jump. Already, childhood vaccination coverage has dipped in the last two school years compared to before the pandemic. Right now, 93 percent of kids are up to date on their shots that's also two percentage points lower than the healthy people target. That is the rate of vaccination in a community which makes it safe and protected against disease outbreaks like measles. I'm Farah Yusri, SideFX Public Media.
0: The rise in deaths involving synthetic opioids or fentanyl have overdose prevention advocates looking for solutions across the nation. Missouri Governor Mike Parson recently signed a bill legalizing fentanyl test strips with hopes of lessening the death toll. Rithvik Kondi with the Missouri Institute of Health says these days it's hard to understand the trends and fentanyl seems to be in everything.
1: Yeah, you think you're buying heroin
0: but you get fentanyl. Now it's shifted to finding traces of it in cocaine, in, in meth, in MDMA, you know and other substances that are not opioids. Missouri joins at least 20 other states in decriminalizing the drug detection tool. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.